Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 200, and welcome back to the Front Porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, it has been a really crazy season for me, but really cool. I, I've been, I've gotten the opportunity to kind of go speak all over the place. I was up in Sacramento this week uh, speaking there, so it was just really, really cool. Um, but then coming back uh, last night and knowing today I was going to record this episode, uh, just super excited. You know, 200, another milestone in Front Porch Confessional, but uh, a milestone for me personally. Like, I, I mean, when I set out to, to do Front Porch Confessional, uh, I guess I never had the number 200 in my mind, like I would ever get there. And so the fact that, that we're still moving and still going and there's still people that I continue to get encouragement from people like, thank you, keep going, this is really helpful, um, that's a big deal. So uh, this is a cool episode for me. And uh, as I was kind of tracking along like, okay, like, as we kind of launch into, you know, we're going after 300, okay, what what is it? Where do I want to start? You know, where do we want to go? And I, I taught a, a sermon a couple weeks ago on the Lord's Prayer, and it was so impactful for me personally. Um, and I really do think for our, our church, I got to teach it at the church we're attending. Um, I think it was really helpful for the church as well. Um, but like I always say, like, Front Porch Confessional was birthed out of me trying to work through and still is to this day working through scripture, working through these truths that God is revealing to me through his word and then just kind of bringing it here and trying to work through it together. Um, And so it was so impactful, Lord's Prayer. I thought, you know what? Let's start off episode 200 walking through the Lord's Prayer. So we're going to take the next few episodes, and, and I would love for you to just dial in. And then also, like, if you're if you're somebody who shares podcasts, share it. I, I actually think this would be a cool thing for us to go together. Um, you'll see a word in there, and I'll talk about it. Our, our Father, you know, our daily bread. You know, there's a very communal uh, aspect to the Lord's Prayer. And so I think inviting more people to be a part of that together could be really cool. Um, but if not, it's fine. I'm still going to do it. I, I don't really care. But uh, I, I just think, wow, this may be a cool way to kind of launch into uh, the 200s and, and go after this. So we'll take the next few episodes and just walk through the Lord's Prayer kind of verse by verse, dig into what it is that uh, the Lord is trying to express to all of us, help us understand about what it is to live in the kingdom of God, worshiping the king who's gone in his rightful place on the throne. Uh, He is not far away. He is not just far away, but he's also super near. So for us to live in that reality is really, really a beautiful thing. Um, For those of you who continue to listen, thank you so much. Like really, again, like this feels like one of those like just monumental episodes because 200. And I, I, I'm so grateful that many of you listen. And, and there's many of you who support the podcast, too. And I really appreciate that. Uh, it really has been a motivator to go like, hey, listen, not only are people listening, but there are people who are contributing to make sure this podcast happens. So I just want to say thank you. And then just a reminder, the devotional is out. You can get it on Amazon. Um, so Front Porch Devotional, just put it in the search bar and you can get your 
copy of the Front Porch Devotional uh, on Amazon, or you can also go to lulu.com as well. All right, here we go. Uh, Matthew 6, 9. And, and, and before I go here, I, I'd love to tell you this. Uh, we've been trying to say this over and over. Read the context of this passage. Now, we're just going through the Lord's Prayer, but the context of this whole uh, discussion on prayer is actually tied in with almsgiving. It's tied in with prayer, but it's also tied in with fasting. So read the whole context, but we're just going to go specifically through the prayer. So here we go. Matthew 6, 9. Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. You know, when as a kid, uh, I, 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 uh, I grew up in, a, in the same church pretty much my whole life. And, and so there, there was all these, there was these moments that we would have every once in a while, the, the pastor would invite a child up to kind of pray, to kind of commission the kids to go to their, you know, Sunday school class or whatever. And so I was always like, I was that kid that was like, put me in coach. Like I desperately wanted to be the kid that stepped up in front of the church and like prayed. And, and so finally, Pastor Roger Kershen, he was my pastor, uh, Pastor Roger Kershen invited me up to pray. And, and so I got up there and I prayed the house down, right? I went for it. Like, and I was like using words that I've never used, right? But I was like, I had really practiced and I was all into it. So, and then I did this big amen, you know, and I sat down next to my mom and I looked at her and I was like, that was a good prayer. And my mom smacked me and she said, don't you dare do that. Don't you dare do that. Prayer is important and prayer is about God. It is not It is not about you getting attention. And in the context of this passage, this is what he's drawing out for us. Drawing out like this is not about us. This is not about uh, getting attention from other people. This is about the glory of the Lord in the kingdom of God for his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as in heaven, right? This is about him. And so often as it relates to prayer, we think it's all about us. We think it's about what about me and my needs and all these different things that I have going on. And so uh, this is where, as we move forward, right, as we move forward through the Lord's Prayer, this is why I'd like to say the Lord's Prayer is uh, it's a framework. It's a framework not just for prayer, but for the way in which we live life. And so why I'm excited to go through this is that was such an epiphany for me as I went through this, I had always kind of thought about the Lord's Prayer as just this, you know, it's teaching us how to pray. And yes, but what I didn't realize was actually it's giving us a framework for how to live life, how to live life in the kingdom of God. And so he's inviting us into this reality. And then as I went after that, I realized that it's also a rally cry. Like this is a rally cry. It's a revolt against the kingdoms of this world and it's inviting us into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God thinking and praying and being. And I had never really thought about it that way. And so it's reframed the way I've kind of worked through this prayer. So I I, I just think that we've got to work through, got to think through what it is that the Lord is inviting us into as it relates to this. And so he starts off this way. He starts with our father. And this is a not just a personal declaration, it's a corporate declaration, right? Because I think what's happening is we so individualized our relationships with the Lord that Satan just comes and attacks us, right? Because he's like, you need one another, right? So let's start off with the idea of our father, that there is a corporate prayer that we're praying. It's not just about what I'm praying, and that's important. 
And he's not just my father, right? He's our father. And I really believe in our culture that is so important to remember, right? Because we've become so individualized in our faith that we have forgotten that we are a body with many parts, right? We forgot the whole in pursuit of uh, us just seeking our own individual salvation, our own individual relationship with the Lord, right? And so I think we need to start in, especially right now, need to start turning our understanding to a corporate declaration of him as our father, not just as my father, right? Because he could have said, pray this, my father who is in heaven. No, it's our father. It's our father. Because when we start realizing that we're a part of a body, Right, we're stronger. Right, that's two or three are gathered in my name. There's much power. A three chord strand is not easily broken. Right, the, a body with many parts. Like all throughout Scripture, it's pointing us to this corporate way in which we follow the Lord. And so that's why it's so important that we start off with this idea of our. And that's going to carry through the prayer. You're going to see that. We'll talk about it, but. You're going to see that carry all throughout the prayer because it's also, again, it's not just about prayer. It's a framework in which we are to live our life. And he's inviting us into that framework. And so he goes, our Father, right, who is in heaven. And in that declaration, what you have is our Father. There's love there who is in heaven. There's power there. And I think what it's important to remember, right, is that God is both far away and he's above it all, but he's also very near to remind ourselves of that. Like, and this is why it's important as we move on to the next section, you know, kingdom come will be done, is we're inviting that in. We're inviting, corporately, we're inviting that in. Not just individually, but corporately inviting that into. But he's our father, And everything starts with the understanding that God is our Father. And as I worked through this section, I realized that so many of the hurts and pains that people have as a result of the relationships with their their earthly fathers impact the way they see their Heavenly Father. And we've talked about that quite a bit here on this podcast, but it makes a big difference in the way you pray. If you're struggling here, you're going to struggle all the way through the prayer and the framework in which Jesus is inviting us to pray in. So as you're working through this, who is God to you? You know, is he this distant deity who's far away or is he near to you, right? Does he impact the way you live your life every day? Or is he just kind of this agnostic being in your mind that kind of is sitting in some, you know, heavenly rocking chair and just waiting for everything to kind of unfold? Or is he deeply connected, deeply interconnected with your every day? You know, I'm deeply connected to what my kids are doing, right? And they're coming to me for advice, thankfully, right? And I, and then I'm also giving them advice. And there's a really beautiful relationship, father-son, father-daughter relationship with my kids. That is no different in the kingdom of God. And so as we declare he's our father, we have to start there. And your struggles with that will impact the way the rest of this prayer kind of works itself out. Uh, There's this quote by Tozer. I really, really love it. A.W. Tozer. If you've never read A.W. Tozer, uh, I I can't encourage you enough to to read his works. It will really, really help you. It's helped me greatly. But uh, he says this, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. 
And so what comes into your mind when you think about God as Father is the most important thing about you. It will impact the way you view the rest of this framework, the rest of this prayer that's kind of guiding us forward. And so he moves on now to hallowed be your name. So if God is our Father, now we go, who are you? He's holy. Holy is who God is, right? We have this throne room vision with Isaiah. And Isaiah says that as he's in the throne room, in this vision, that he sees all this, these celestial beings, right, in the heavenlies, bowing their heads and saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And as a result of that, as a result of that, Isaiah goes, oh my gosh, I'm a man of unclean lips and I live amongst the people of, who are unclean as well. It just humbles him. The holiness of God humbles him. And as I went through this part and understood about who my father is, he is my father. I believe that, that he's holy. And I think in our culture, right, we've moved from this vision that Isaiah has of the holiness of God to a very sacrilegious. So we've moved from sacred to sacrilegious, right? We've kind of made, we've kind of got, made God optional, right? Optional. Like, oh, you know, he, he's, you know, we used to, there were terms like, he's my homeboy. Are you serious? No, no, no. God's holy. He's set apart. He's separate. He's different than us. He's hallowed, right? And the idea of hallowed is really, really beautiful, right? It's telling us, listen, God is holy. He is separate. But this is also an invitation, not just to know the name of God and know that he's holy, but hallowed is actually an invitation. But it's an invitation to those who want to intimately know the character and the nature of God and to trust him. It's an invitation. This idea of holiness is not something that God's pushing us away. It's an invitation, right? His holiness doesn't keep us at an arm's distance. No, it's an invitation. And let me tell you, Jesus is the one who's telling us to pray this way. The Spirit of God is in us right now. So his holiness doesn't push us away. It's an invitation in. And his holiness is what reminds us that Jesus had to come. Jesus had to die and Jesus had to resurrect again. Why? So that we could have this relationship with our holy, holy, holy Father. And it's so beautiful. It's an invitation into relationship because our holy Father leads us into a holy life. He's inviting us into that way of life. This framework that we're going to go through over the next few podcasts is an invitation into living a life with our Holy Father. So the question is this, do you believe God is your Holy Father? And do you believe he loves you and he hears you and he sees you? And if you do, how is that impacting your life? And if you don't, how is that impacting your life? So, Father God, we pray to you. Oh, Holy Father, we pray to you. We pray to you and we invite you in to help us walk through this framework that your son Jesus invited us into. Spirit, guide us and lead us as we pursue after your heart for our lives and your glory. So, take a breath. Reflect.